0: I recently discovered the work of Jen Stark. She's driven by her interest in conceptualizing visual systems to simulate plant growth, evolution, infinity, fractals, mimetic topographies, and sacred geometries. Using available materials, paper, wood, metal, paint, Stark strives to make work that balances on a razor's edge of optical seduction and perceptual engagement. The resulting works often resemble organic, molecular, cloud-like structures and are imbued with kinetic undulating effects that serve to dislocate the viewer from staid reality into an immersive ecosphere of echoing patterns and the implausible designs found in nature. I have discovered her work on social media, and I also discovered her in the NFT space, The following conversation talks a little bit about her work, and a bit about her experiences, and I spoke of Frank Stella a little bit, Um, an artist I think is relative to her from the past, and here it is. Enjoy this conversation between myself and the artist Jen Stark. It's the White Hot Magazine Art World Podcast. I'm your host, Noah Becker. So I wanted to ask you about your paintings. Maybe you could talk a little bit about what, what motivates you to make your art.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, and it's inspired by all sorts of things, definitely s- imageries and psychedelia, nature designs, fractals, a little bit of math and science involved in it. Sometimes I'll I'll take inspiration from like sacred geometry and other types of things like that so that's just a few of the inspo behind the paintings
0: mhm and they're not really rainbows per se but they're kind of color gradations
1: yeah the there's a lot of rain like rainbow gradients i'll do like random colors i like to play with optical illusions and a bit of color theory to make your eyes vibrate and make you think you're seeing you know movement and different colors although it's static so yeah
0: where are you based
1: i'm based in los angeles right now i'm originally from miami but i've been living in la for nine years
0: and it seems to me that you've successfully balanced like um, an nft Uh, side to your work with physical work like you were maybe deeply involved in showing physical work before being involved in nft stuff
1: yeah for sure i i'm kind of a like a traditional fine artist but i would also dabble in like commercial product projects and um digital like animation projects so Mm. i feel like i never took I never took the traditional trajectory of an artist, and I think that actually helps with the NFT stuff. I, mm-hmm. you know, expanded it a bit and have collaborating been collaborating with other artists, and um, yeah, it's it's been like a nice a nice path into the NFT world.
0: So you didn't go to school, or you did go to school?
1: I did. I went to Baltimore, Maryland Institute College of Art hmm. for college.
0: Mm-hmm. So um, you were saying you're from Miami.
1: I am. I'm from Miami, Florida, third generation, and grew up there. And I think Miami definitely helped influence my artwork, like all the colorful cultures and variety of people and also the, the lush plant foliage. A lot of my work is inspired by that, like how ferns unfold and all the layers of plant structures so Miami Hmm. definitely had an influence
0: so is that what you see in your work is plant more plant structures or is it more a kind of balance that in, in different colors
1: yeah I think it's a balance of the plant structures kind of sacred geometry like mixing the visual mathematics like how how there's all these equations in nature kind of kind of pulling from all those different things and a bit of color theory. Like I love how in nature colors are there to to protect us from something dangerous or to entice us to come closer and take a bite. Uh, you know, they kind of like pop out at you and make you, you know, give it attention. So I like love that car- about
0: Carnivorous that. flowers or something
1: like that. Yep, carnivorous flowers, poisonous mushrooms um butterflies with crazy patterning to try to ward off um predators so mm. love love colors in nature
0: and i think i was looking at and inst- was it C- somewhere in seattle was it or there was a there was a public installation like a wall piece they made
1: um you mean like a mural yeah yeah i mean i've, I've had murals kind of scattered around i have a couple in los angeles in miami um dc so yeah i have dabbled in the installation world i love doing public art outdoors
0: mm-hmm. what is it made of when when you are i guess they do they shape to the wall or
1: yeah sometimes they're either just paint like normal acrylic paint sometimes they're metal sometimes I've created stuff out of wood and paper um, It's all it kind of depends on the project
0: mm-hmm. And some of them have these kind of they have a pattern going in one direction and then there's like holes cut in them. I still, I think I saw one that was like flat that had sort of um, an alternate kind of series of shapes cut out of it.
1: Yeah, maybe that's the paper sculpture you're referring to
0: right. So I guess what I'm wondering is, um, do you have any other than plant forms? I guess it's, it's more of a visual experience for you or it's not necessarily narrative.
1: Um, not necessarily narrative, but I, I do pull a bit from evolution. And I like the idea of like a lot of the work is very sequential and built up, really intricate layers. So I kind of see each shape as a generation and evolution kind of morphing and my, my abstract take on that.
0: Do you find that you're doing a lot of drawings before you make them or do just, you just kind of go direct?
1: I do a lot of drawings in my sketchbook beforehand. That's kind of where the birth of everything in my art, my art world. So I'll just right. do a quick sketch and then develop it from there. Sometimes it ends up on the computer Sometimes Mm -hmm. as a sculpture,
0: do you make like a color sort of scheme on computer, or is it something that you kind of do on a sample uh, maquette or something?
1: Yeah, usually I I use Illustrator a lot to mock up um, different vector designs, Mm -hmm. and I kind of choose the colors from there. Mm -hmm. And usually I just go for it and uh pass the maquette maquette go to the big installation Mm. but once in a while i'll do a small maquette
0: and some of them are actually animated but like are those video works
1: yeah i've done some video some stop old stop motion animations with paper Um, i've done a a few digital works so they're really fun
0: Mm -hmm. do you do you display how do you display those
1: um, it depends. It depends on what it's for. But um, like last year, last year, I did an installation inside of a gallery Wilding Cran in L.A. Oh, yeah. And we kind of projected the animation onto the wall. Mm-hmm. And then we had like an infrared camera tracking people's movements. And as they walked in front of the projection, the the shapes would start coming to life and getting brighter and more colorful and moving. And also we had a sound element that was activated with movement. So that was a really fun interactive piece. But a lot of the times they're displayed on screens or, you know, on the Internet.
0: Mm -hmm. And um, they're projected mostly.
1: Yeah, usually projected um, with that kind of install.
0: Mm. Are they ever like a digital screen?
1: Once in a while, yeah, having works like in a gallery shown on a normal screen or, um, you know, a lot of the times it kind of lives on the internet. Um, I did a big install years ago, actually for the MTV VMAs, Mm -hmm. and Miley Cyrus happened to be the host that year. Mm -hmm. So that was in 2015, and they displayed the animations really huge on these screens in the stage and it kind of, that's my dog Zelda. <laughs> and it kind of just opened up and as as the dripping psychedelic patternings happened, mm. Miley came out. It was really fun.
0: What kind of dog is that?
1: Well, that's Zelda. She's nine and a half years old and she's a mutt. She's kind of like a, a vanilla colored dingo. Nice. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's great. Yeah. And so, what I think I like the most about your work is the versatility of the mediums like digital or projection, sculptural, NFT, painting, mm-hmm. kind of. Are you doing some clothing design?
1: Yeah, I've, I've done some clothing in the past. Um, definitely, I like to just dabble in whatever, whatever medium sort of fits the idea. Um, and I'm definitely going to keep doing more and more interactive installations because those are really fun like immersive projections and definitely more nfts because that that world is awesome
0: Mm -hmm. you know we're not on clubhouse but i was on clubhouse earlier and i'm finding it sometimes hard to figure out what social media i'm on from one moment to the next
1: yeah it's it's been especially the last couple months it's been wild with all the new information and new friends but clubhouse is fun because i've met a lot of new nft crypto friends on it mm-hmm. so i think it, it it helps with community a lot
0: mm-hmm. well a lot of what i've been doing for the past 15 years is making paintings and publishing an art magazine and recently we did a collaboration with uh rolton Ralton fighter he,
1: yeah you know, um, i love his work
0: yeah and um there's some other collaborations um, for covers and different things. And so it's kind of nice to have a to be able to expand the art practice into different areas.
1: Definitely. Yeah, it's it's great. It's like, you know, you just think up the idea and then figure out what material you want to execute it in. And the NFT world is really cool. Mm-hmm. Paving the future.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I'm feeling that intensity now with different events and, um, there's an event that I'm, are you going to go to the event that's happening soonish um, by 4156, there's a, an event on Clubhouse. Or are you busy working on a project?
1: Oh, I, I don't even know. I need to tune into that. Mm. I, yeah. I've been just working in my studio, you know, mm-hmm. making new work. And-
0: I like your commitment to color. Like you really, Thank you. you really commit to. I mean, it's. Um, I guess the only other artist other than you that I that I've that I know or that I've spoke to that kind of commits to color that much would be Frank Stella.
1: Yes, his work is incredible. He's mm-hmm. an epic artist.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was lucky enough to do some stuff with him over the last decade, and I see you as being in that kind of area of just really committing to three-dimensional work and painting
1: Yep, just diving right in Frank Mm -hmm. I mean Frank Stella is one of my big inspirations as well so Mm -hmm. that's I like that reference he's Mm -hmm. awesome
0: he was talking about Morris Lewis a bit if you know that artist
1: I don't know what what's the name
0: Morris Lewis m-o-r-r-i-s l-o-u-i-s I think
1: all right, I'll look it up. I
0: think you would like that, but I do. You, it seemed like you must have a completely fearless personality for the kind of work that you make.
1: You know, I th- I like to think I do. Um, yeah, I kind of just dive into what my interests are and what I'm into, and kind of try not to think of the periphery opinions or critiques. Just kind of go for it.
0: Mm-hmm. And you start with the lighter color and go to the dark, or the opposite.
1: I usually, with with my color placement, I like to do usually light, dark, light, dark, and kind of mix up between cool colors and warm colors. Um, so yeah, it really depends on the piece, but.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I know you have a lot going on right now, as do I, and I just wanted to have an opportunity to speak with you for 15 or 20 minutes on the podcast, and I know there's a lot of people who are going to be really interested in hearing what we've been talking about.
1: Cool. Yeah. Thank you for asking me to chat on it. Yeah.
0: And I'll be in touch with you over the next couple days.
1: All right. Sweet. All right. Thank you so much. Talk to you
0: shortly. shortly. Okay. Okay. Bye-bye.
1: Bye.